Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Flash number 165, cover date November 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Murphy Anderson, edited by Julius Schwartz, featuring One Bridegroom Too Many, written by John Broom, art by Carmine Infantino and Joe Giella. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! Before Barry Allen is to wed Iris West, he is transported to the 25th century by his arch-foe Professor Zoom. Zoom returns to the 20th century and takes Barry's place as the Flash and as the bridegroom. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. L'amour, l'amour, toujours l'amour. Bonjour. 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 Comment ça va? Oui, bien. <laughs> well, I don't know what day it is or where I am. Oh, I know exactly I'm what still day on is. continental time. I know what day it is. It's the day before we both have to go back to work. Gross. Yeah. Do I have to? I know. Two weeks vacation. Hasn't it been wonderful? Yes, I'll say. Goodness Listener, gracious. we were in France and Spain. Yes. Just all over the place. We had such a good time. We drove and drove and rode trains and saw things and drank and drank and drank. Yes, we ate wonderful food and just saw some amazing things. I have to say. Yes? I'm not blown away by the food in France. Okay. I mean, it's lovely, beautifully presented and yes. delicious, but nothing is like, oh my God, I, was, I could never make this myself. Well, in fairness, yes. you and I never went out to a restaurant to spend the kind of money that would have created memories. Yeah, we didn't have to in Spain. You just walk down to the corner and buy steak tartare and whatnot. I would agree that in Spain, really extraordinary food is more accessible and readily available and uh, at a lower price point. Yes. Yeah. So, 
Dick it, France. <laughs> also, everyone's lovely in France. I don't know why people get... Yeah, I mean, we do not understand that. Uh, well, I spoke French uh, the best I could, and uh, people were so kind. And, uh, I mean, I saw random acts of kindness every single day while we were in Paris and in Avignon. I saw people helping people on and off the train. I saw a man lose his wallet. Like, like I was rushing off the train. He dropped his wallet, and a complete stranger said, Monsieur, Monsieur! She picked up the wallet and ran it over to him and gave him his wallet. It just, like, all these wonderful things. And... That's just that I, I don't need to go into all of them, but but honestly, I have to just I would agree with you 100%. I don't understand why people say the French are rude. Uh, they they do like you to speak French as much as you can. Um, sure, but because of Spanish, like I'd speak my Spanish and they immediately flipped into English, right? You know, I saw a man leave his phone on a train. And do you know those French people helped him right out? Oh, that was you. <laughs> I thought true. you looked familiar. So we were in Avignon. No, we were doing a day trip. Bayo. 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 All right. Um, anyway, we were in Bayou for a day, Bayo. Which, is, which is this the town. I'm a descendant of Matilda of Flanders. I know how to pronounce the town Bayo. Okay, whatever. B A Y E U X. Bayo. 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 Anyway, so we were there and... um, Bayo, come with your phone on the train. So uh, we we got situated on the train and the train had all this seat, had all these different pockets. And I got myself just all comfortable and nested up and, you know, Mm -hmm. had my iPad out, had my phone out and everything, my charger. And as we got packed up, I left my phone in the pocket of the seat. Well, I realized that, I don't know how much, uh, pretty much, right at Normandy. We were far away yeah, from we the station. Far. So we, were, we had driven to Normandy. We rented a, a, a convertible VW Beetle. Yes. Right? We had such a good time in that. And um, Quel sportif. It was. It was fun. Uh, so anyway, I went back to the train station, and I did the best to, to, in my French, and I had my little Google Translator on, and I spoke to her in French, and she phoned the train uh, operator, whatever the person is on yeah. the train, and he, when the train turned around and came back from its final destination, which I can't remember what that was. Uh, Cherbourg. Cherbourg. Um, he dropped it off at the station, and I went back a couple hours later, and, or three hours later. Are you going to sing over my story? I'm singing the umbrellas of Cherbourg. Okay. So anyway, um, and. And I, my phone was there. And they were just so nice. And, I mean, I, there's one guy, he spoke only in French. He was in front of me when, I, when we went back. And he had a, clearly he had, like, a speech in front of me, a difficult time walking. Yeah. And I thought, my God, how hard would it be to understand somebody, for me, who has a speech impediment speaking only in French? But she was so kind. I just... I would go back to France in a heartbeat. Sure. I've seen enough of Paris. Yeah, yeah. Paris isn't up to much. Well, uh, I, I mean, you see all the sites, you know. I were, for any listener who gave us advice on this, thank you so much. We, I, I downloaded all the apps. Every one of them was used, and they were very helpful. Thank you. Um, uh, I will say that our priority in Paris was not eating. We did eat, but it the, it was Obviously. never a priority. Right. It was always let's see as mon- many sites as we possibly could. So we just happened to you know how you and I are. We have a little list of things that we want to do, or a small list, and then we just sort of make it up as we go along. Sure. Unless we have tickets already. Sure. So um, we had a great time. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Google Maps. 
You just plug in where you want to go, where you are, and you say, I want to go on public transport, and it tells you which metro line to get, how many stops it is, which direction to go. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It even tells you how much you have to walk to get from station to station. It truly was uh, very, very helpful. And also, shout out to Rick Steves' Audio Europe tour. Well... Well, yes, it was playful narration between Rick and, Rick and Lisa. Lisa, they if would that is her real name. Playfully argue uh, to, with each they other. They hate each other. Yeah, I'm totally, sure they're married. I'm, <laughs> but anyway, that was great because we did some wonderful tours. And then also we had Rick Steve's uh, France book, yes. which we used to do some walking tours. So it was just... We had the best time. We yeah. really did. Walked and walked and walked and walked and walked. Speaking of marriage and moving one's legs. Uh, yes. If anyone can show just cause why Barry Allen and Iris West should not be wed, let him speak now or forever hold his peace. Have you ever seen that happen at a wedding? Uh, no, only on television. I've often wanted to do it just so I could see it happen. Just see what, what how the minister reacts. Yes. I imagine, I mean, I've only seen it in movies and television. Sure. I imagine having it happen in real life would be a horrible thing. Probably. Yeah. Even more reason to try to do it. Just <laughs> what happens. I mean, you know, weddings are incredibly expensive. Well, sure, if you yeah. go in for that sort of thing. We right. just did it at City Hall. It's fine for us. Well, we had a ceremony at our friend's house. Yes, yes. yes but lovely. I'm saying, actually, you don't have to go all out. You can no. just keep it private. Nobody wants to see that. Well, of course, now with the gay weddings, they go over the top. Oh, tell Everybody me about it. dances and stuff like that. God, I hope we never get invited to a gay wedding. We can't We can't go. We don't have the clothes for it. <laughs> or if we do get invited to a gay wedding. Actually, we've been to gay weddings. Um, uh, that, that our friends will not expect us to learn any choreography or participate in anything. Oh, God, a lion dance. Jesus. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, here comes Miss Fatso squeezing through the cat door. She's lost a little bit of weight since we went away. We put her on a very strict plan. Yes. And she's less round. She, I can start to see a little bit of tapering in her hips. Good for her. Yes. It's hard to keep weight off a beagle. Yes. Yeah. They like to eat. And they don't, they're like not really father, active. father, like daughter. Yeah. Flash number 165 yeah. has one bridegroom too many. Mm-hmm. Barry Allen and... The Flash. Of course, we know that one and the same person. Yes. But you know who doesn't? Iris, the woman who's marrying them both because they're the same person. Mm. What's she got in her veil there? She got some little antennae. It looks like antennas, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. maybe is it knitting needles or <laughs> knitting needles stuck into her head? To keep I it. suppose it's supposed to be some kind of tiara design. It honestly looks like some sort of radio receptor. Yeah, and they don't fall off when she swivels her head quickly when Flash is running in. They're totally stuck into her scalp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Story by John Broom, art by Carmine Infantino and Joe Giella, The Flash. Mm-hmm. On what should have been the happiest day of his life, The Flash finds himself fighting for his very life against that fleet-footed felon from the future, the reverse Flash, to settle who will marry the bride patiently waiting at the altar. Iris West. One bridegroom too many. Reverse Flash, of course, is the Flash's opposite. He's from the future. It's Professor Ebert Fawn. Okay. Uh, there's more convoluted stuff that happens uh, much later in comics history to explain who Ebert Fawn is. I believe he's actually a descendant of Barry Allen or something. I okay. don't remember. Uh, but he's Flash's opposite number. Okay. And he hates the Flash. Okay. Darkness over Central City, home of Flash. Mm -hmm. And under its cover, purposeful figures are at work. Robbing a bank. Robbing a bank. 
Robin the Night Deposit. Instead so, of making a night deposit, we're going to make a night withdrawal from this bank, huh, Pee-wee? Stop yakking, Longo. Keep at it. Suddenly out of the calm evening, an explosion. What's that blast? A howling wind blowing in. My hat. <laughs> <laughs> the next moment. The flash. So that's what kicked up a storm. Yes, guns ablazing from the criminals, but Flash, he just vibrates and uh, the bullets go right through him. Hope they don't hit anybody on the other side. Uh, Flash makes quick work of these hoods. All the while, something's on his mind. Yeah. Shall I tell Iris or not? And he gets distracted, doesn't he? Yeah. Great going long go, you flattened him. Now, Flash has to concentrate on what he's doing because he's getting pummeled now by Longo. Yeah, he's been distracted because he's about to get married uh, soon and he wants, you know, he's conflicted with and he's going to tell Iris. So he gathers his mental faculties and does um, a little whirly gig? Yes, it's your favorite trick, super speed. No, 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 no. I don't like when he rotates his arms in circles and then creates a, 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 a whirlwind, a tornado. Why that? This is actually, he's making a top like one of those seed pods that falls off the trees and makes a helicopter yes exactly or one of those little fairy things remember that video i showed you that girl oh. with her little so it was like a little fairy thing where, where she she presses a button like the zip lined thing yeah yeah but now they're more off. sophisticated because it gets it gets wound up in it and it's a little flying fairy so it has little fairy wings what so it spun 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 so it spins spins, spins and it took off and it starts flying around the room and the girl's so happy it's christmas morning and there is no guard on the fireplace and it literally takes off spins around the room and just gently flies right into the fireplace to catch his fire and, and that's the end of her toy it's like the uh-huh. first time she's uh, happy Christmas. Um, with the gang safely behind bars, which happens off panel, mm-hmm. let us delve once again into the troubled mind of the Scarlet Speedster. That's um, the flash for you He's and me. thinking, a month ago, Iris and I set the wedding date for tomorrow. Everything is running smoothly. No hitches, except for one thing. I haven't been able to make up my mind whether or not to tell Iris that Barry Allen and Flash are one and the same person. Let's stop right here, Barry. Tell her. Just tell her. What What if she was Wonder Woman and she didn't tell you that? Or something. Something like that. Well, this is the classic trope of the superhero keeping their secret identity from their significant other. It happens all the time. Well, how do you like it, Barry? Did he not watch Bewitched, the first episode, when they got married before Samantha told Darren she was a witch? I can't believe she did that. Now... The difference is she was trying to live as a human. Barry's not. He's freely going about business as the Flash. Well, yes. And, of course, Samantha's family was very, very much against her marrying a mortal. Oh, yes. Certainly. Think of it. What will the neighbors say? Mm. If I reveal my double identity secret, it's just possible... Oh, here we go. The news may shock Iris because, you know... Women are delicate. Women are weak. Weak. For all I know... know If you're just listening for the first time... Uh, we we right, never, yeah, ever mean no, that. We're, we're always talking about how awful, yes. uh, sexist, and misogynistic the authors were of the 60s. For all I know, she might change her mind about marrying me. Yes, yeah, she sure will if she finds out you kept a secret from her. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if I don't tell her, she may find out later and accuse me of not trusting her. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So let's weigh the pros and cons. Tell her. Tell her. Just tell her. As he's... Sucking his uniform back into his ring where he keeps it. 
super compressed. Uh, he thinks, now I do have an out. If it happens that I don't want to tell her, I have just happened to have been given a new assignment down at Police HQ. Mm-hmm. From now on, I'll be doing more on-the-spot scientific investigation of crimes instead of being tied to laboratory duties. That'll mean I'll have a sound reason for being away from home so much and a plausible excuse to give Iris when I must operate as the Flash. At least he says, still, I have to think about it. He's still, he's conflicted. He's morally sure. conflicted, and I, and I get it. At least he has that. It's a positive thing. Sure. An odd feeling when I think that this is the end of my last day as a bachelor. Well, I don't, we haven't really seen Barry playing the field a lot, have we? No. He's uh, no Hal Jordan, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. These animals are going crazy. Is he, did In he the, just leave? He just leapt on top of the dog. <laughs> but good news I know I'll have the most wonderful wife in the world in Iris no man could want a better one I better get some sleep tomorrow is going to be the big day and we go to the next day this is my favorite trope of comics wedding scenes because they always have little captions with little hands coming out pointing at the people I didn't like the hand pointing oh well, that's my captions. favorite thing oh I wish they just used arrows um now, if these were superheroes present, you would also see a ghostly image of their costumed self floating above their heads. You're kidding. No. Like when the Atom got married in Justice League, of course, all the Justice Leaguers were there. And mm-hmm. Their ghostly apparitions of their costumes floating above their heads with also the captions with the hands coming out pointing. <laughs> We have Dr. and Mrs. Allen, Barry's father and mother, who have come from their small town to the big city for their son's wedding. You mm-hmm. might think Mrs. Allen is dead because that's how it's been portrayed on Flash television show and movie, but that's not the case Mm-mm. because this is comics where everything is good and pure. Wally West's parents are there. Of course, uh, he, the father, is Iris's brother. Mrs. Rita Desmond... Al Desmond's wife. Al Desmond had been formerly the criminal Mr. Element, but he renounced his old criminal ways and is now a firm friend of Barry and Iris. Mm-hmm. Daphne Dean, movie star, childhood friend of Barry's. Mm-hmm. Professor West, Iris's father. Uh, Dexter Miles, that's Miles with a Y, ex-Shakespearean actor, now curator of the Flash Museum and a good friend of Barry and Iris. And Wally West, alias Kid Flash, Iris's nephew. You know it sh- who shocks me that they're not there? Um, no. Ralph and Sue, elongated man. Oh, yeah, why? Well... I mean, they're traveling so much, but... Uh, are they friends of theirs? Yes! Elongated man's a good, good friend of oh, okay. Barry Allen's. Now... And it's funny, because elongated man doesn't... Everybody knows elongated man is elongated man. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I'm not sure that elongated man knows that Flash is Barry Allen at this point. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, even Wally's wondering, I wonder if Barry has told Iris that he's the Flash. Mm. So Wally knows. Mm. This kid, brat, teenager, and a redhead, you know that means trouble. So he's Iris's nephew? Yeah. And Iris doesn't know? No. That's not right. I know. Well, also, Wally's parents don't know that he's Kid Flash. Well, that's okay. Is it, though? You shouldn't keep secrets from your parents. (laughs) Robbie Reed does. Robbie Reed is a child genius. Wally West is a not. <laughs> He's fast. He's redheaded. And has freckles. That's trouble. That means he has a higher pain tolerance. Does it? Redheads do have a higher pain tolerance. How for do pain. you know that? 
It's a common scientific fact that everyone knows but you. From where? From I, from the world. Did it's you known. read it in National Geographic or see it on Gilligan's Island? Because it sounds fishy Listener, to me. It's, you know it's a fact, Dr. Bob. It is a fact. I don't redheads know, have a higher tolerance I, I, for no, pain. I don't know any such thing. It's true. I do know that redheads have uh, statistically more Neanderthal DNA. Hmm. And I know that Neanderthal voices sounded like this if they had any spoken language at all because their larynxes are very small and tiny. <laughs> and so they probably talked like this. Booga booga. Booga booga. Now that's real science. In due course, the big moment that all have been waiting for arrives. Who's singing? Look at all the music notes. Oh, promise me that you will always be the something, 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 Your German you, is impeccable. Do you know where that song comes from? No. It comes from an early 20th century operetta named Robin Hood. Okay. Uh, I believe the character of Alan Adale, who was played by a woman sang that song oh promise me that you which was a popular wedding mm -hmm. selection mm -hmm. from most of the first half of the 20th century and it was such a popular song that the actress playing alan adale would often have to repeat the song three or four times before the show could go on it was got such an ovation wow right and in fact she became so associated with the song that when she went on to another show she insisted that they just stick that song into that show, <laughs> even though it had nothing to do with the show in question. Now, I haven't seen a Broadway show in nigh on 100 years, uh -huh. but could you imagine seeing a Broadway show and it gets a standing ovation and then the person just sings it again now? Um, I, I could imagine that, yes. Like something like... Is that common practice? Like Mom Rose singing... Um, Rose's turn. Not unless you're, uh, what's her face, Patty Lapone, who gets Patty pissed off at the audience and says, stop, stop, stop the show. When they're recording. No, yeah. when they're, yeah, recording, yeah, yeah. The cast and I do not appreciate. And then she just started the number again. Yeah. Did it all over again. Yeah. I mean, if you're a star, you can do anything you want. Yeah, honestly. I suppose, yeah. Um, but no, like, the audience would become so raucous that she, literally the show could not go on until she sang the song three wow. or four more times. Wow. Right? Audiences. So, uh, where's it? Where's so there's. Oh, here comes Patty Lapone. Stop, stop, stop the wedding. <laughs> Iris West is marrying the wrong man. It's uh, the Flash. It's the Flash. It's not Patty Lapone. I was just kidding. Yeah. The Flash, but what's he staying? Well, we're not going to find out because now we're flashing back. Here we go into the back, into the past. The very observant back, among you. We're going to the past in the future. We're going to the past in the future. Mm -hmm. A series of events which happened previous to what we were just reading about, although they were in the future, so they happened afterwards. So what can be the meaning of the extraordinary event you have just witnessed? Barry Allen and Iris West about to become a man and, excuse me, <laughs> about to become man and wife. And Flash, Barry's alter ego, interrupting to stop the wedding? Firstly, mm -hmm. the very observant among you should have noticed that you were not shown Barry Allen from midnight on the eve of his wedding until the next day at the church. True. Mm -hmm. What does this signify? Plenty. Plenty. To explain, let us turn to another extraordinary scene taking place in the far future where Professor Zoom, the reverse flash, is being held incommunicado in a cell totally enclosed by invisible radiation. Editor's note... 
Having used his futuristic methods to imitate the Flash and attain super speed himself, Professor Zoom's criminal tendencies led him to become the opposite of his hated foe in every respect, including his uniform, whence he is known as the Reverse Flash. My plan is ready. The authorities imprisoned me here thinking I could not possibly escape. They even arranged for me to be fed automatically and directly by radiation so that no one would ever have to enter my cell. Well, that's terrible punishment for him. Nutridation. But what they didn't realize was that I would utilize this very energy to increase my mental capacity enormously as I have done by mind control. Why does he have mind control powers all of a sudden? I, I never heard of that. And he's standing up. Standing. 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 He, can't even, he doesn't even have a toilet in there. Does he piss by radiation? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I was thinking, too, yesterday when I, or no, when I, I read this in Spain, I think. Yeah. You're so continental. Hmm. I'm through being a hunted criminal who always winds up in prison. Instead, I'm going to take a lesson from my enemy back in the 20th century, the Flash. He has a full life, an enjoyable life. To begin with, he has a double identity, which naturally I'm aware of due to my telepathic powers. As Flash, he's always using his super speed against crime. And as Barry Allen, he has a job and a respected position in society. I've decided that's for me. Does he need telepathy to know the Barry Allen's in the Flash because he lives in the future? Right. And also, isn't he? doesn't he already know this? Like, he's already Flash's arch enemy, right? He's sitting there in a Flash costume, a reverse Flash costume. Yes. Like, he's telling us as if, he's telling this to us as if he's having this realization for the first time right uh, it's true clearly for the benefit of a reader who isn't familiar with the story but it also he's a criminal he probably didn't pay attention in school no i know as we know uh, common trope for cr criminals before they create a crime is to soliloquize as to why they're doing it sure right and then to carry on in fact haha what i've diabolically decided to do is switch places with my foe i'll become the flash and let him rot here in this cell by my calculations, I now have the brain power to accomplish this extraordinary feat. Here goes. In another moment, Flash and I will execute a time switch. He'll come here and I'll take his place in the 20th century. If he's, if this is all being done by mental powers, mm -hmm. why didn't he just switch brains? Why does he's, he's physically... How can he physically transport himself through both space and time? Well, he could if he could escape his cell because he would just use his super speed, but I don't know how this is working. Why didn't he just switch his brain? Right. And another thing, as we're going to find out, yes. Barry Allen is able to take his ring with him. Right, because he's physically there. He's physically transferred to the future. It's so weird. This is not a Gardner Fox story. Gardner Fox would have had a better explanation than this. This is John Broom. Okay. Almost simultaneously in Barry Allen's apartment on the eve of his wedding. So now we are in a flashback. Okay. Uh, he, we've already heard this internal dialogue. Tomorrow is going to be a big day. Uh, he gets zap. zapped with red light. And the next page we see the two of them, the future flash, or the negative flash, right? Or what's it called? Reverse flash. Reverse flash and flash passing each other. Yeah. In, in opposite directions. In opposite through directions the time through some sort of time and space. And there is a mental beam of light being exchanged between the two of those. Yes, because Professor Zoom is making a withdrawal from Barry's memory bank, <laughs> scooping from his mind the latest events in his life. And an eye blink later, Barry Allen's apartment. I made it. Now my new life begins. First, there are certain details to take care of as soon as possible.
Uh, he takes an ancient electric shaver, and with a few simple adjustments, he turns it into a matter distributor to change his features and make him look exactly like Barry Allen. He is an incredible scientist. Now, he's going to put on Barry's clothes. Perfect fit, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, as the transformed criminal familiarizes himself further with his new surroundings... He discovers Barry's police radio, a crude device connected with police headquarters in Central City to alert Flash in case of an emergency. And what do you think happens? Over the amplifier. Calling all cars. Proceed at once to the Industrial Diamond Company on Harlan Drive. Robbery in progress. Calling all cars. A robbery? This calls for action by the Flash. If I'm to take his place in this era, I've got to do the job right in both his identities. In a drawer, the reverse Flash finds... Luckily, a spare ring, complete with secret compartment and Flash uniform. Now, if he could change his face... Into Barry Allen's face? Yeah. Couldn't he just change his costume, reverse the color scheme, make it a Flash costume instead of reverse Flash costume? Well, I think that's a one-trick electric shaver. Well, it is a crude 20th century device, mm -hmm. so well played. Now, he also absorbed a composite picture of the city from Flash's brain so that he knows that Harlan Drive is 10 miles north of here, but no distance at all to me. Mm -hmm. Ten miles. Ten miles. It can't be in the same city. It is. It's all in Central City. Ten that seems miles. like a long. Well, we did live in the in the nation's largest city once. Yes, but even that was not. Ten miles. Ten miles. Like, you know, I was just in Paris. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> when you pull up Google Earth and you say, "I need to go to the other side of the city," it's like two miles. Yeah. And that's a big city. Yeah, 10 miles seems ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I guess they have to keep the diamond company on the other side of town where <laughs> criminals can't get to it, except here they are. It's Is it Longo and Stretch? What were their names? I don't know. Pee-wee. Pee-wee and Longo. <laughs> Out of jail and stealing diamonds. So uh, they say, here's the, he says, here's the place, and there are the crooks. Bad, bad boys, aha. Uh -huh. The Flash! Doesn't that guy ever sleep? Plug him! Now, oh look, he still has his matter distributor because he's using it to make the guns stretch into snake things and tie the criminals up. Oh, but the, but it's not plugged in. Well, I guess he probably figured that maybe out. Maybe he's powering it with his spinning super speed arm. I'm sure he's got a lot of energy surrounding himself. So and The police are on the way, so he can beat it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the reverse Rob role here, or the reverse Dr. Husband role. Mm -hmm. I'm not calling bullshit on this story over and over again like you are. It's because it, we're, because it's a reverse flash in the story. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate your dedication to Thank character. You. Thank you. Because uh, normally he, I would be, like, fuming right now. Sure, but, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, reverse flash picks up uh, this bag of diamonds. He's going to take it back to the diamond exchange. Mm -hmm. But he can't do it. I, I guess I've thought and acted like a criminal too long. I just can't make myself do the right thing. So he takes the diamonds. Takes the diamonds with him. Uh, he's moving freely through the town, being hailed as a hero, greeted by the populace. What a feeling. Everybody knows me. I feel like the king of the city. I can go anywhere, explore where I like at super speed. This is the life. Too good for the real, Flash. Mm-hmm. Now, it's dawn. The sun is coming up. 
which reminds him. I guess he stashed the diamonds somewhere because they're not in his I hands. I guess. Uh, this is Barry Allen's wedding day. I better rush back to the apartment and get ready. Now, he didn't really have marriage in mind when he time-traveled to this era, but the way he figures it, it's all in the game. The great game of impersonation. Now, on the way to the wedding with Dr. and Mrs. Allen, you're very quiet, son. Are you all right? Let him alone, mother. The day I was married, I was so nervous I couldn't speak a word either. Meanwhile, what are the real Barry Allen? Remember the last time we saw him? He was whizzing through time on his way to the future. I, I do remember that. I do. <laughs> it's just pages ago. Uh, he realizes that someone's mind is contacting him, is spilling over into his own mind. Uh, I recognize the thoughts, the personality of my foe, Professor Zoom. Editor's note, as it happens, Zoom could not scoop out data from Barry's mind without in turn passing some of his mind content to his victims. Lucky. Victim. So Barry is trapped now in Professor Zoom's futuristic cell, which I guess is not monitored because they'd immediately realize that that's not Professor Zoom in the cell if anybody he's was watching. He's dressed differently and looks differently. Yes, he's wearing old timey clothes. Mm -hmm. Denim. And he's also Barry Allen dungarees and a white shirt uh now he, the cell's not metal or wood it's not substance at all but energy yet it's utterly impenetrable now barry allen wouldn't have a chance to get out of here but maybe it will be different for the flash at super speed i guess he can't use his super speed without putting his costume on because that's exactly what he does and you're right he did bring his ring to the future mm -hmm. with him luckily otherwise he'd be naked right now how would his clothes get there? Well, yeah, but wouldn't it be easier just to swap consciousnesses with him? Consciousnesses. This reminds me of a Flash story from the 80s, 70s or 80s, where his uh, enemy, the Golden Glider, who had flying ice skates. Uh-huh. She's Captain Cold's sister. Um, she had a crush on the Flash. Uh-huh. <laughs> because... Of his super speed jogging, he had the perfect physique. <laughs> Rao. What's he doing? Who? Our neighbor, Ron. I don't know. Is he coming over here? No, he's spraying his driveway with something. Uh, is it insect spray? Is no. it a pump action? Well, it looks like he might be cleaning his driveway, but he's got a pressure washer out there. Yeah. Okay. I better go have a word with him as president of the HOA. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... Where are we now? Well, he's trying to vibrate all of the molecules of his body, which usually enables him to slip through a solid barrier of chrome steel as if it were butter. But he's bouncing off the wall. Yeah, but it does not work against the energy. Now, he knows that he could move faster than the speed of light and return himself to his own era, but he doesn't have enough room in the cell to get the momentum up to get Editor's going. Editor's note, in some, uh, in some as yet unknown manner, exceeding the speed of light negates time travel and automatically snaps the time voyager back to his own era. What? What? You are asking a lot of us, uh, writer, I just want to say. John Broom. I would think that you just run at the speed of light and then you could travel through time. That makes sense to me. That's physics. Well, if you run faster than light, you could go backwards in time. Sure. That's how he travels in time or uses his cosmic treadmill. Hmm. But it doesn't get snapped back. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I, we're just putting this away. We're not finishing. <laughs> now, his super speed brain cells conceive of an idea. 
just as his ring shrinks and sucks his uniform inside it by secret chemical formula, mm -hmm. so might the same suction weaken this radiation wall by having a shrinking effect on it. I've got to try it. And it's working. Mm -hmm. The wall is changing color from green to orange. Maybe he has weakened it. Now to try once again to vibrate through it, it's tough because it's like saran wrap all over his yeah. body. Yeah. But he vibrates faster and faster and he's getting through. He made it. He's in the clear. And now the guards show up. Yes. Idiots. Set self alarm. So um, they come through with ray guns in yep. hand. Are, yep. are those shotguns? I don't know what they well, they're some kind of uh, futuristic weapon. He says, I, don't, I think the guards are mistaking me for Professor Zoom. Uh, our uniforms at this blurry speed rate look somewhat alike. They're out to stop me. I can't stop to explain things to them now. I've got to get back to my own era at once. And so he slices the guard's weapon into Yes, editor's hand. note. At super speed, the edge of the flash's palm acts like an invincible knife. He zooms through the room. I've got to move the speed of light, then exceed it. That would be a great song. He zooms through the room. Do, 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 to get Professor Zoom. Uh, close to 180,000 miles a second now. Faster, faster, faster! And snap. He's back in his own time. As if by magic. And guess what? Right at the scene of the wedding. And that's why the Flash jumps into the middle of the wedding and calls a halt. Moving now, forward. Flash rushes forward grabs up, quote-unquote, Barry Allen. A Barry Allen. In one hand, I'll have you know, mm -hmm. and rushes out the door with him. Right. Now, Flash knows that's not Barry Allen. He knows it's Professor Zoom. Yes, but he's got to get Professor Zoom to admit it. Mm -hmm. And he must do it in private, away from the crowd, so that his secret identity is not revealed. Soon, in a secluded area of Central Park City, Flash tries to reason... With Professor Zoom. That must be a misprint. What? Should be Central City Park. Yes, not Central Park City. Uh, he doesn't deny that he's Professor Zoom. Why should I deny it? You'll never get the chance to give me away. There's one bridegroom too many here, so I'm going to eliminate you. <laughs> and after that, I intend to carry on with the marriage you interrupted and have my wedding night with Iris West. He doesn't oh really say that, but that's what he means. Yeah. Now, Flash, I guess they've agreed to a duel of some kind. Yeah. Because he says, if you win, maybe you'll get to marry Iris. But if I win, I'll marry her and she'll never know about you. Let's have a runoff. Yeah. You have on your Flash uniform. Let me put on my reverse Flash outfit so we'll both have equal chances in our super speed battle. Barry, I don't, I'm disappointed with Barry for saying you don't deserve fair treatment. Everyone deserves fair treatment, Flash. This is America. Yeah. Yes, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. And everyone gets a fair trial with a jury of their peers. And I know Professor Zoom is not from current day America. No. But certainly they have democracy in the 25th century still. Okay. So they are going to have a runoff. Yes, I guess. Off. I don't know exactly what the situation is here because Professor Zoom rips up trees with his Well, he's powers. got his electric shaver. He's got Barry's altered electric shaver. Right. Right? Between my super speed and my futuristic science, you don't stand a chance, Flash. But of course, Scarlet Speeder just cuts those trees with his fast arm. And then um, Professor Zoom uses his micro shaver 
to create a ball and chain yeah. around, which is, you know, appropriate since he's, Barry's getting married. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Barry just uh, f- vibrates himself through that. Sure. Not through it, but he shatters it. Yeah. And then he gives him a good old punch in the face. Splat, ugh. And then there's a chase off. Chase, using evasive tactics, whipping around corners, doubling back in his tracks, but he can't lose me. I won't let him escape. Up the side of a building, down Downside the side of a building, building, across the water, across the water. Ha ha! Jokes on Professor Zoom. He hasn't learned how to run on the surface of the water. No. Which I didn't know that was something that you had to learn because Barry, the first time he did it, just kind of did it by accident because he's moving is so fast. I know. Yeah. But don't worry, Professor Zoom. I won't let you drown. That's not in the cards for you. You may not deserve a fair chance, but you also don't deserve to drown. Mm -mm. But you do deserve to go to jail. But what jail? He's out cold, but when he comes to, there's not a prison in the country that could hold him. Then we have in this sort of um, spiky bubble. Yes. Thanks for capturing him, Flash. You saved us the trouble. We followed you after you disappeared from our area. Era. We mistook you for Professor Zoom, but now we understand everything. We'll take our runaway convict back home with us. And this time, he won't escape again. You can rest assured of that. Thanks again, Flash Goodby. Goodby? Goodbye. Oh, good. There should be an... I know. that It's spelled G-O-O-D-B-Y. Yeah, that's... Goodby. Goodby. Thanks again, Flash. Maybe that's Could a new. Be. Maybe language has evolved in the future. Could be. Uh, language. The spelling of languages does change over time. Sure. Yes. Uh, the authorities from the future take Zoom back with them. What a relief. Uh, Barry now, Barry the real Flash has almost forgotten that he's in the process of getting married. <laughs> that's one little detail I need to take care of. So he finds Barry Allen's wedding suit because you remember Reverse Flash, Doctor Zoom. Did change into his outfit to have a dance off with yes. Flash. Luckily, everyone's still there waiting, right, for Barry to return very quickly. That I must have, because why would they not rush outside and call the police? In Flash time, it probably happened in a matter of five minutes. Like or the less. Whole, the discussion, right, right, right. The chase, the fighting, yeah. everything else probably happened in within five minutes. Barry, what happened? Are you all right? Oh, that's Iris. Barry, what happened? Are you all right? Look, she has a lot more radio antennas. Uh, she does. Now, yeah. I feel great, Iris. Never better. There was a uh, kind of a mistake, but I'll explain everything later. No, you won't. No. Liar. Yeah. The minister's ready to get going. He's got another wedding at four. So despite <laughs> all the solemn, despite all, comma, the solemn moment finally arrives that makes two people into one. Oh. Barry Allen and Iris West. I declare you man and wife. My little Iris, a wife. Uh, and this Shakespearean actor character. In the words of the great bard of Avon, all's well that ends well. The play's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whither goest thou, Romeo? Uh, shut up. Uh, may I kiss the bride? I just love kissing women. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> of course, Miles. At the wedding banquet afterward. Here's to the newlyweds. A long life and a happy one. Anyone know where they're going for their honeymoon? It's a secret, isn't it, always? Off they go. There they go. Have a wonderful time. 
Wally. As Kid Flash, I'm going to keep an eye on Central City while my mentor Flash is away. We arranged that ahead of time. That's all in his head, of uh-huh. course. Yeah. Uh, Iris is so happy. It was such a wonderful wedding. She is happy. Now listen to this. It's off to a bad start. Mm-hmm. I made up a story for Iris to explain what happened earlier. Perhaps my story doesn't hang together too well, but on the other hand, it seems to have satisfied her, and she may never ask me about the incident again. Really? You think she's never going to ask again how you got kidnapped by the Flash <laughs> from your wedding? wedding? And he carried you in one arm? What are you, a feather? A bird? <laughs> so he says, uh, so I guess I ought to be content, but actually I'm not. Good. The truth is... I'm still not sure whether or not to tell Iris that I'm the Flash. You know how Professor Zoom didn't deserve a fair deal? You don't deserve any peace. You look Until you tell the truth to your wife. I still haven't reached the final decision on that very important matter. Okay, good. Fine. I I guess what I could use is some good advice. And he asks us, the reader. He's breaking the fourth wall. Oh, this infuriated me when I read this. I was so angry. I just wasn't expecting this, and you said this is a common thing for him to do, to talk to the reader, but I was I don't not. know that it's common for him, but it's common in this, in this period. I'm furious about this. He says, I guess what I could use is some good advice. Yes, I sure could. Tell me, reader, what would you do if you were in my place? Yes, what would you do? Meaning, hey, everyone, my life's not real. You're just observing it. What would you do? Shut up! He must have learned about Reddit when he was in the future. God. Am I the asshole for not telling my wife that I'm a superhero? <laughs> uh, oh, the end. The and end. that, in a way, the beginning of a new life for Barry Flash Allen. Now, uh, what's interesting is that you and I have been seeing the advertisements for the upcoming nuptials. Yes. Of Barry and, uh, and what's her name again? Iris. For a long time. Yes. Probably since we started this damn thing. Yeah. This podcast. Yeah. You know, so now it's it's over. I mean, remember how we were seeing all those advertisements for, for the scooter? scooter? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that turned out to be a big bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am interested to see how this develops because I'm trying to think. We did have Aquaman and Mira get married and they have had a child, but we didn't have that happen during our go check period. Mm-mm. And Hawkman and Hawkgirl, of course, are married, but they came that way. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we've seen a wedding, like a significant change in the status quo, and now we're going to see how it's handled mm. going forward. I'm very excited. Mm. The buzz is VV good. I do know that uh, Barry, in about a year from now, does decide to tell Iris that he's the Flash, and she already knows because he talks in his sleep. Oh, fast talks, of course. No, normal <laughs> talks. And I know what that's like. I learned so many secrets from people talking in their sleep around here. Shut up. I do talk in my sleep, listener. He does. The and Amazon sometimes deliveries. Is, is it, it for here? us? Well, there is one coming for us. Oh, hurrah. Yes. Um, Dr. Husband can be actively dreaming mm-hmm. and talking at the same time. And I can ask him questions about his dream and he could tell me what's happening in his dream without waking up. It's true. It's absolutely true. Sometimes I remember it, but very rarely do I ever remember it. Rarely. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. I don't either, but I wouldn't make a very good spy. No. (laughs) Oh. And I have some funny, funny dreams, but not as funny as yours. You would make a good spy, Ashley, because what would they throw a woman at you? They'd try to get you sleeping with a woman, and that would never happen. (laughs) 
I wonder what we got from Amazon. Uh, I know exactly what we got from Amazon. I can't. What, is it cat toys? It's a cat toy oh. and, and a pet brush. <gasps> yeah. A brush that um, that uh, has a little button that you push so the hair is released, uh -huh. which is great. I so. can't wait to watch you brush the pets. <laughs> you can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can find us right back here next week. And then I've got some bad news. We've got to go out of town again. It's true. We both have business at the end of the month. It's so hard being a local celebrity. Mm. Well, that's all for this time. Yes, indeed. Good luck, Barry and Iris. You'll need it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.